Travis. Jamie! You know, tell us something. Yes. You know Montana's favorite live storytelling event? Yes. The one that sells at the Wilma? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Do you know it has a podcast? I did know that. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. Mark Moss, uh, founder, operator of Tell Us Something, diligently puts every story told on stage onto the internet. So you can listen to the stories anytime, anywhere. There's really sweet little 15-minute episodes. They're great for running errands, in-between things, and really can't recommend enough. The stories are funny, they're moving, uh, and they're always well done. So you can go to tellsomething.org, learn more about the the event in general, uh, and you can listen to all the episodes there or wherever you get your podcasts. Sweet. Um, you're going to Hawaii tomorrow? I am going to Hawaii tomorrow. That's is this your so honeymoon? Exciting. No, my best friend is getting married. Rachel. She was my maid Ooh. of honor at our wedding. The one... Not the redhead. The brunette. The southern one? No, that's Jessica. Whose boyfriend was so great? Uh, Dallas. That husband? Husband. Yep. So Rachel and Ty, who was also there. Dallas and Ty yeah. basically ran working things with uh, Maddie and they Carly so at our nice. wedding. Yeah, yeah, they were the best dudes. Um, okay, we're here with Brittany Newman. Do you go by Newman? <laughs> I do. Brittany Newman, uh, who is owner-operator of Soiree 99 Events. Yes. Uh, what's the website for that? Soiree99events.com. Okay. In my head, I was like, can you spell Soiree for me? S-O-I-R-E-E. Okay. I get yes. that a lot. And in numbers, <laughs> 99. <laughs> yep. Events.com. And you mainly plan weddings yes but also i i can plan pretty much any event other but events of course weddings are what i mostly get yes. because people are getting married all the time so <laughs> do people um, ever get event planners for funerals you know i've never actually heard of that but i would assume so right? maybe if people were having like large funerals or maybe a wake or something where they're they have entertainment and all sorts of things happening but for the most part. I'm sure, I'm sure I mean, that happens. Probably. Yeah. Big ones. Yeah. I have so many friends that m- make a portion of their income from the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. But none that make a portion of their income from the funeral industry. I do. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Music? It's, yeah. They always need music. Oh, Somebody yeah. needs music. Really? That makes sense. Yeah. But it's always a late booking, so it's sure. hard. That makes sense. Yeah, it is going plan. to be last minute. You can't plan minute. it. You don't plan funerals. It. So it's always a week out. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, it's always a moment of, oh. In a, you, in, a, in, a, in a business person way, I'm like, oh, how can I figure this out? I can do this. I can I can make that gig. Have you ever? How much do I charge them? Hmm. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a, it is a thing where you're yeah. like guilt. I feel like I feel bad too. Yeah. It, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't like anymore. Yeah. Do you? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, yeah. You have but, to. Make but but uh, it is a weird one, and it's also a weird one. I never know the person, right? Or the people who died. Yeah. Oh the. The, or the if it was guests. like a joint funeral. Oh, 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 God! Oh, but Brittany, okay. So you are a kick-ass wedding planner. I'm, I'm going to say wedding planner, event planner. Uh, uh, you take no prisoners. No, you take no prisoners. You take no <laughs> bullshit. And I know this from experience. I've seen her I was on the say, job. Are you asking? Or are you telling me? No, I'm saying that. And then, and then I was thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Which is why I was looking at you. Um, uh, but you are really, really good at it. 
and it's Thank awesome. You. you make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get into this job? Because it to me, it seems like hell. It seems <laughs> like Total. the worst fucking job oh, it's and true. thank god someone wants to do it mm-hmm. um but can you talk a little bit about how you you, you came to start this company and and yeah. what you love about it and all that stuff sure so i've known that i wanted to plan weddings since i was at a pretty young age actually to be honest probably in middle school high school when people were asking me well what do you want to do with your life i was like i want to be an event planner really and weddings and my parents said really okay well like how do we make this happen so when i was looking at college scholarships for volleyball i already knew what program i'm, I'm a very rare college student and that i had a specific which i guess when you look at all facets of my life i am a planner by nature yeah. so it yeah. kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah but um yeah i really knew what i wanted to do and so i wanted some form of hospitality management so i went to school for organizational communication did the marketing and the pr and then i did the entertainment certification through the business school here at um so i actually my senior final project was planning a wedding i did a full binder start to finish i mean it was there and i knew that i wanted to do so it so you were a college athlete who is a communication major not by default but because you actually want to be a communication use it yes cool. and you. i will say because people awesome. joke about communication studies being so easy that that's why people do it communication studies changed my life really? because i was so shy going into college like i was terrified as a freshman going into public speaking as i'm sure most are yeah but for me it, i mean it changed things for the better because every communication studies class instead of a test you're doing a presentation at the end of every single course so oh. you're up in front of people you have to be comfortable you have to be willing to do it and i hated it so you got something out of it and i got absolutely because to this day i'm having to i mean i probably wouldn't have wanted to be on a podcast i we, <laughs> so, amazing, yeah. we were talking about this recently i think it was yeah. me and you and it, we're wondering I, what it is yeah it's not so much that i make fun of communications it's just that i don't that the word communications is very broad uh, broad and i just didn't ever really understand what the classes would be yeah well like english there's a couple di- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> one like, but that's a whole different how, how to thing. talk <laughs> yeah. um well you can do so when i did it i was very specific there's three different branches that you can do. So you can do organizational, rhetorical, or behavioral communications. And so, you know, people that maybe wanted to do a, a master's in psychology might do behavioral communications to start off. So you're you're really learning about the way that people work. The easy communication studies one is you can do a generic comm okay. studies. Uh-huh. That's where all the jokes of like the athletes, people that just want to get through. It's Talking like a generic business where you're just taking, you can take any class as long as you hit your course load, it doesn't matter. Whereas organizational, it was like very specific. We had half of them are business classes, half of them are comm classes. Uh-huh. I did marketing and nonprofits and all of those things that basically built up. To it is literally a perfect major for a wedding. Plan. Yeah, for events or weddings. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, wait, okay, I want to back up. Okay. Uh, as a young Brittany, yes, you wanted to be an event planner. I did. Can you That's think, great. uh, like, <laughs> do you remember, was there an experience or maybe like a recurring thing in your life? Like, did your mom throw awesome Christmas parties yep. or something like that? Oh, really? Oh uh, yes. My mom, um, my mom is a huge hostess and like always has been. Okay. She loves cooking. Every holiday is huge. Um, every birthday I would come out of my room and our kitchen table was covered with a tablecloth and balloons and awesome. donuts and like the whole thing. And there were things happening throughout the day that were planned out. Like I would get cards or she would have written on my mirror for the bath. I remember my 16th birthday vividly walking to my bathroom and having happy birthday written on the mirror with like stickers and stuff on oh. it. I mean, she was just like above and beyond. Yeah. 
Mike knows that that's his future with like all of his kids. Oh, I've just... been around it with you. I mean, even you. <laughs> yeah, I love hosting. If you have people over, it yeah. is a party. Yeah. You do yes, it. Yes. Which is I really nice. It. I love it. I think hosting uh, is, I've been thinking about this more recently because like where we live in Potomac now, this you, the way you interact with your neighbors is very different, very. I'm finding. You know, like if you go over because you need uh, to borrow an air compressor from a guy, you might be there for three hours because you're going to have coffee and totally. like hang out. Uh, and it makes me feel a little bit bad because when someone drives into my driveway, the first thing I say is, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? There goes yeah. my day. Why are they here? I mean, that's how I, when the phone rings, that's what I, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm around someone like you or, or my neighbors, and it's such a nice thing to want to have people over mm-hmm. and show them that you care. Uh, totally. It's really awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. Anyway, thanks for coming, Brittany. It was really good talking to you. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's fast forward, uh, fast forward to you making the leap and starting yeah. your own company. When did this happen and, and how did it happen and all that stuff? So officially, my company was launched last, I want to say end of March, but we'll say beginning of April was when finally the LLC paperwork was put in and it was a go. It was on. The name was done. Um, a couple different people were good at helping me take that leap. You and Carly were one of them. I remember talking to you guys pretty early on. Um, I actually had coffee with Carly at Burn Street Bistro. I remember when I first was even thinking about having uh, my own wedding planning business and saying, so what do you think about this? Carly's kind of like get... Mark Cuban in that way. She like, is. She's really good to talk to about Well, and I business. knew she would be honest. I knew she would be like, no, you're going to suck at this yeah. if she thought it was. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I wanted that honest feedback. And, um, and then it was Mike. I mean, yeah. he was, he goes, what the hell are you doing? You've told me you want to start your wedding planning business since you were, you know, in high school. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. It's never going to be the right time. Like, let's do it. So, um, Mike is Brittany's husband. My, yeah, yeah. I keep just referencing Mike because it's Jamie. You can, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no. Okay. We know who And is. you know yeah. Mike because Bridget works with Mike. Yeah. That's just a full. Oh, yeah. Yep. Both of your dates work together. Yep, they do. No, we have cool world. jobs. They don't. It's true. <laughs> but <laughs> our they jobs make, are awesome. But they, they make the money, so they do. Uh, and I still don't know what they do. <laughs> no one does. But... It's so true. Do you explain stop? To me, explain to me what you do. Because we I, do that once a week. Explain I always to me what say when people ask, I go quote quote to cash, and Mike just starts laughing because that's their that's their. Life. Yeah, what it's I go, pretty good. Billing cycles. What do they call it? The corporate biosphere the yeah commercial biosphere. so the way i explain it to people because this is the best way mike's ever explained it to people is so your verizon bill it shows up every month with a price on it you don't know where the hell it came from i just, just like flashed it. with rage when you just <laughs> like i just like fucking yep like panicked <laughs> so, so they're the ones who are responsible where those numbers come from how they work, how they come together, the billing cycles, how they know what to charge you, what packages you have, how it all works, what add-ons, yada, yada. That is a billing cycle that is working on the backside of Verizon's website. So implementing billing cycles is what Mike does. Yes. Implementation and, is a big word in our house. Yes. So they, they Brittany, or Bridget and Newman, yeah. help Verizon streamline their billing process so that they only have to send you nine pieces of paper. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes, you got Good. it. You Thank got you. it. Beautiful. Thank you, ATG. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. That's very cool. Um, ATG actually, to be fair, seems like a pretty 
cool place to work. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I always say it's a lot like um, like working for Google, or fa- as yeah. far as the culture goes. I mean, having the, the ping pong table and the beer meetings and yeah. the walk and talks. Walk and talks. People walk and talks, love it. It's, and the way I saw Newman on a walk and talk the other day. Oh, people see him all him the time. Yeah. I hear people all the time going, oh yeah, I saw your husband walking downtown today. Yep. I'm like, does he ever work? That is his work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what he's doing. What he's no, doing. They, just the other night they were on a uh, the uh, uh, talk and jump at a... Uh, at the new flying squirrel. No, talk and hop. a talking talk and jump. Hop. And, talk then, and, hop. and then they were on a talking skate at the skating rink. As well. Oh my gosh, I love Do it. Do you think that that corporate environment is set up so that all your friends are are uh, also people you or your coworkers? And then all of a sudden you're hanging out with your friends slash coworkers after work. And then all of a sudden you're always at work. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, it's a little trick. Yeah. They purposely, they purposely create that environment so that you, it doesn't always feel like work so that they get excited to talk to each other about the new projects that they're doing or what's coming up. Like, oh, well, we're just having a beer at Reds. Really? The beer at Reds is we're just talking more after work hours. Yeah. Yeah, So show up early, stay late. Yeah. It's fine. Fuck it's that. totally fine. And Not they love, fooling me, ATG. And they love ATG. what they do. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, okay, yeah. let's get back to what you did. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so, you, wait, sorry, you started Sway. Yes. Yes, Mike was ago? a part of it. That's right. Mike was a part of it. Um, uh, yeah, about a year ago, next month. And it's going very well. It's going awesome. Your book, your book. Yeah, I have twelve weddings this year. That yes. seems like a shitload. It's a lot. I'm a little overwhelmed, but I'm excited. Can you talk a little bit about? I would imagine there you offer different. Uh, versions of similar service mm-hmm. um like are you are you working with brides a year out or months out or like when do you when when should a bride get you involved that's a really good question because i get them all over the map so yeah. in my opinion you should book a wedding planner like as soon as possible okay. because then that will help you know number one most brides have no idea what they actually want or need in a wedding planner a lot of brides think that they don't need a wedding planner and then they regret that decision um, because they end up having their bridal party or their mother or their mother-in-law doing it when really I like to emphasize to people those people are supposed to be there enjoying the wedding day too getting ready too they're not supposed to be running around frantically stressed out about picking up the cake instead of getting their hair done Um, so I think it should really be the first contact you make and then of course it's all depending on the budget that's the biggest thing the number one question that we're always asking on as far as what services that you can afford and um, what other vendors that you can bring into play and so I do have services all over the map I always talk to brides I have them fill out actually a little survey type thing that says how many guests what's the budget what's yeah. the date what other vendors have you secured so I have a good idea and then we always go into our first uh, conversation I always set up a phone call with them first I don't just send them pricing because um, the pricing is always ebbing and flowing because some brides are super laid back and don't have much that they need and then there's other brides that are like i have no idea what i want i don't even know what color i want i just need to get married and can you please just do it for me yeah so it really all depends well and that's an interesting segue to something you're doing right now which is really cool which is impromptu yes uh tell us about the competition or the competition's wrong contest contest yep what what is it so impromptu is a pop-up wedding contest. So I teamed up with a number of local vendors in the Missoula area and got them on board to put together a discounted pop-up wedding uh, as a way of doing kind of a contest giveaway. So what is int- pop-up wedding? We throw the word pop-up around a lot. A lot. <laughs> it's true. It's true. A pop-up what, but what do you think of with a, when you think pop-up? What does that mean? Just fucking like just loading happens. stuff into the car and having to double park outside some fucking brewery and, <laughs> and that's, that's how a wedding works being really so hungry at the end of, no. 
sorry. I, I think of, well, I think of, impro- I think of like, uh, there's a spontaneous quality. Yes. It's something that, is it a spot that it is not normally? Yep. Yeah, and it can be. And so for this one in particular, we are using a venue. So we're using White Raven, which I don't know if either of you guys have heard of it or been out to it. It's out in Alberton. Okay. Um, it's an awesome new venue, uh, very modern. The couple's from Colorado, and they came here, and they're custom home builders. And so they put together this really sweet modern barn. Oh, we don't sweet. have a lot of new age venues yeah. around here. Yeah. So people are loving it, and they book out like a year in advance. So with it being off season, we're able to do a Saturday. The date's April 21st. But my plan moving forward is it is going to be either a spontaneous location or if it is at a venue, it's not going to be on a Friday or a Saturday. It'll be on a Tuesday afternoon. or To drive costs down a little bit. Exactly. Awesome. Yep. And so the point is to basically put together um, still an extremely elegant and, uh, you know, classy wedding, but not breaking the bank on that. And a lot of brides don't know how to do that. And so that yeah. was a part of what made me want to create this for them is, you know, a lot of a lot of brides end up cutting costs where they shouldn't be and then they're not happy with the final products. Yeah. I mean, you and Carly both know very well, flowers is a huge place of where people cut the cost and they'll say, well, I'll just do them myself instead of focusing on like a couple small arrangements or the bridal bouquet or the archway or something where that's a real focal point for the wedding right. instead of wanting you know, 20 tables covered in these huge floral arrangements that are going to cost them thousands of dollars. Like that's not necessary to make a beautiful, you know, presence at a wedding. So just kind of helping them by building out those packages. And so I used destination weddings as my inspiration, like you, Hawaii, for example, where I'm going tomorrow, it's, you pick a resort and then they say, here's your bouquet options. Here's your cake options. Here's your price options, depending on how many people ready go. And so I wanted to create that exact same concept for a destination wedding in Montana or for people in Montana that just want smaller weddings and yeah. or want to get married in two months and, and they don't care don't if it's on a Friday or Saturday night. I, I remember, I think so. it's really cool. Cause I remember, uh, our wedding was like pretty bare bones and still required a shitload of planning. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember feeling like, oh my God. At some point, I remember being like, I don't remember what Carly and I used to talk about mm-hmm. before we started talking about our wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what the, was the subject of every, every goddamn conversation. conversation. For, for months. over a year. Yeah, yeah. for months. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I totally see the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the advantage there. Um, uh, so it's the, this first. So, so you're going to offer these packages. Yes. Uh, in the future. Yes. And, but this first one is, is, has a comp, like a, a raffle element. Yes. Well, it just wrapped up and we just picked our winner yesterday. So there are actually a couple from Austin, Texas, which is pretty cool doing a destination wedding. So I'm planning on, um, or I have a, a call with. Uh, with the bride tonight. Uh, their names are Lauren and Jake. And Congratulations, act- Lauren and Jake. Yeah, it's actually, they're really, they don't, Lauren doesn't have an actual, I don't think, doesn't have an actual Instagram account. It's her puppy, Peyton, who has an Instagram account. So <laughs> all of her entries, yes. all of her entries were from her dog, which I was even like laughing about after, because it was the random selection process yeah. through the fuel rewards that I did. And I clicked <laughs> it and the Instagram was Peyton, just a picture of this dog. And so, you know, going like researching it more and looking at all of her entries, yeah. they had multiple ways they could enter through like hashtagging or liking other vendors. And um, she had the cutest three or four posts of her dog saying, this is why my mom and dad should win impromptu. What kind <laughs> so. of dog? I don't know. I'm not really good with the dog breeds. As long as it's not a golden. As long as it's it not wasn't. Golden, you it wasn't. You know where I was going yeah, with that. As long as it's not a golden retriever. Cool. Are, are you not a fan of golden retrievers? No, nobody is. <laughs> that's, all, that's all Mike had growing up. That's what. And how many does he have now? 
well, Bridger's awesome. Yeah. Well, he's not a golden retriever. <laughs> he got out. I know. He got, got out when he could. Yes. Um, the border collie route. So people won. So, yes, so that part winners. is over. That's so yes. awesome. So now is the fun time to be able to start cranking it and getting, she had three themes that she gets to choose from. So that's what we'll be talking about tonight, what she prefers. And then I'll start the contract process, talking with all the vendors that are on board. The vendors obviously love it because they're not having to really do much communication. Like I'm basically the middleman going oh. to them and saying, this is what oh, she wants. Yeah. It's the best. It's the what, best. Yeah. what, uh, what vendors are, are, are going to be featured? So Bitterroot Flower Shop is doing the florals. Awesome. Uh, Jenny with Poppy Bakery is doing the dessert bar for them. Paige Marie Photography is doing the photos. Augustine Stone, um, Anna Marie is doing print. So as far as they all have options that they get to choose from. So with the print products, for example, if they wanted a menu or the place settings or thank you cards, they get to kind of pick within that price range what they want. Yeah. Same thing with florals. Like they'll have an option between different types of florals or what they yeah. want for the arch arrangement within that price range. So, so this isn't like a club med wedding. This is a fancy I oh, mean, yeah. it is. This is like a $25,000 wedding for six grand. I mean, we all basically went in Damn. on this wholesale wanting to show brides what a pop up wedding looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got an awesome deal here. Hell yeah. And then I'll be able to put together some packages from here on out that are on, again, spontaneous dates and shortened time frames, but it'll still be more affordable option. Right. That's the point of doing the pop up wedding. And it's, so. and it's a way, it sounds like a way of, I, I would imagine with lots of, uh, it, brides and grooms uh they have this idea of the wedding they want and mm -hmm. then they start looking at the price tags yes and they realize the wedding they want is not possible right so this is maybe a way to close that gap a little yeah, bit absolutely. which is very cool mm -hmm. it's amazing well the the middleman thing is the uh is the selling point for right. i think most people that would that probably participated in the contest was like oh wait we just show up yep oh sounds amazing yeah seriously <laughs> it's really fun what do you it's really a funny thing that we've created for ourselves the stress of a wedding it is right yes and it, and it feels like it's a little bit like we do it as a rite of passage almost <laughs> like well if you if your engagement can survive this <laughs> That you know you, that's what you'll I tell, be okay. That's what I tell everyone. It's so funny. I know. I say, well, you kind of the, the best is, or the worst hopefully is behind you by now. So are you concerned that if you make it too easy for them, then maybe they won't know if they should get married or not? <laughs> hey, that is not up to me. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Travis is going to get married soon. Are you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're not engaged yet, right? We're not engaged, no. Yeah, Jamie's we, just putting the pressure we on. We have a whole bunch of... We got, they got shit. We got... It's been... It's going to be eight years this year. We'll figure oh, wow, out another eight awesome. years. And then we'll, well discuss getting married. If it was a pop-up wedding, would you be more willing? Because you could just show up? So here's, here's the funny thing for us is... Uh, uh, I, uh, this year I'll pull, I'll be a musician at numbers like 350 through 360 weddings that I've ever been involved in. Wow. So <clears throat> I've seen all the weddings. Yeah, but I, you bet, only you're, works I bet you're over it. I've seen them. I'm <laughs> totally over it. No, I'm not. It's not <laughs> that I'm over it. It's them. that, uh, uh, I do get into that attitude of like, oh, well, let's have, uh, we'll have cupcakes at the wedding and be like, that's 2010. Everybody did that. Yeah, uh, we'll do it. It's so true. <laughs> we'll do this thing, and 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 I've and I've been through the the process of and not to disparage the bride, but every bride thinks that their wedding is different yep. than every other wedding. Yep. And and my joke is always, uh, 
can't we just do the normal thing? Let's just do the normal thing because you're going to end up doing the normal thing. I bet you're going to end up doing the normal thing. But uh, because of my relationship with weddings, yeah, I'm, I'm, the idea of a wedding is like, I'm not stressed about the planning part of it. Because that's kind of... You probably know it all. I've seen You'll it. You'll be on yeah, it more so it. than Bridget. Well, and I know the people who to call. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and like, but uh, on the other side of that, then I'm like, yeah, courthouse wedding. This is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the courthouse and we're going to rent China Buffet for uh, $700 on a Tuesday. Yeah. And get a DJ. And everybody looks at me like I'm nuts. Don't you love weddings though? I'd be like, no. No, I've seen people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on weddings. Mm-hmm. And those weddings might have been amazing. And some of them, some of them are. Um, but I've seen the 10 grand weddings that are amazing as right. well. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing that right this second. Yeah. <laughs> Just circle back to that. I'm pretty busy on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, pop-up weddings, you don't get married on Saturday, so. Oh, even better. You are a prime candidate. I know. <laughs> and we joke about that too, cause that's the, that's the limiting factor. That's one of the gates that guests have to go through of like, oh, if we have it on a Tuesday, that's a whole bunch of people that won't be able to come. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the 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 date thing. Yeah, it'll end up. We'll end up having a big wedding. Yeah. We will end up having a thing, which because I do appreciate the party part of it. Right. When you break it down and it's just the biggest party you're ever gonna throw, then it's then it's fun. Well, like, I think everyone from ATG will have to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, everybody, put their cell phones down for five minutes. Yeah. We're, gonna get, we're gonna get through this uh, little ceremony we got planned for you. But um, no, you can't talk about work. Yeah, <laughs> it's not luck. a wedding and talk. Good luck. Um, okay, so impromptu. So uh, Lauren and Jake won. Lauren, Jake. When when do you, when do you foresee just so people who are, think this sounds like something for them? Mm-hmm. When when will you be offering the packages? Roughly, do you feel like? So I kind of announced on Instagram yesterday this spring, which is, I know, pretty broad. But I'm hoping, you know, depending, like March or April, to be honest, is when I'm thinking. So probably giving myself another month or so to start getting it together. And I think spring is exacting enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to lose some weight this spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, summer is June, so you know that does technically give you yes. a little time frame. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would like to have it launched before the pop-up wedding happens on April twenty-first. But if not, I mean, it'll be by beginning of May, and awesome. just really in time for the summer wedding season to be here. And so, if there are people that still want to have that summer wedding but only want to, you know, have it in the next month or two then we can make it happen because that's the deal we're not like 12 months yeah start planning it's three right two, it's less three, than three months yep less than three yeah oh that's awesome that's awesome yeah the long engagement how long were you engaged for Ugh, too long and it, it it was only because we wanted new year's eve and so that was we got engaged in october and then we wanted new year's eve so that was a year and three months okay and again we loved the idea of winter wedding but new year's sounded so fun because it's a party we appreciate the party aspect uh but once october hit the following year i was i was over Over it i was like god why isn't it here because what happens and i tell brides this too what happens is you just start second guessing yourself like well do i really want to do that that dress should i get i had two dresses that probably is why because i had too much time i went through like i went shopping too much and i didn't know what i wanted and i love it i look i don't regret anything from my wedding but i'm just saying if i only had a six month engagement i probably (laughs) would have been a little less stressed right so you just do it yeah you just make it happen Mm -hmm. so what do you think the biggest mistake brides make like if you someone just got married and they're not gonna get a wedding planner (laughs) what is what's what's some wisdom for them um, quit worrying about the little stuff. I think that's the biggest, 
brides get so caught up in the little details and Pinterest has created that monster for us mm-hmm. where they say, well, I, I need to have this exact, yeah. uh, you know, place card at each place setting and I can't find it on Etsy. So I'm going to have to get it specially made and people get so caught up in all the little tiny details and then they forget. And I, that's often, um, kind of circling back to what I love so much about it. I love, um, that's kind of the counselor in me, I guess. That's what I love about weddings. Yeah. The creative side and the detail side is so fun. That's, but so really, when a bride you, they should get a wedding out, planner. <laughs> yes, yes. Like when a bride freaks out or a mother-in-law is unhappy or every, uh, emotions are irrational on any wedding day, no matter who you are, no yeah. matter what you've experienced. I don't know what it is. Something is always in the air and people do the weirdest things. They say the weirdest things. They overreact about things that you would never even think about. And I love being the person that steps in and is like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I promise that I will make sure that that doesn't happen. And it's like, it's over. And then as soon as it's over, people think back and it was the greatest day ever to them. But at the time it's going to be the end of the world. If that table is not, if that table in it is ironed or if that base isn't fixed. Totally. Well, it's, so. I mean, that makes me just think that the like long engagement, you spend so long thinking about this day and imagining it in your right. head. And then it finally comes it seems like it would be imp- it would be impossible to just enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. When you've been thinking it for so goddamn long. And then you're focused so much more so on the wedding rather than the person you're marrying. And right. that's the other piece that what I What do you mean? Oh, Oh, you know, Jamie. That's not what it's about. Yeah, exactly. That's where people go wrong. Yeah, no, I'm like, you know, go write your vows, go have your first look with your significant other, and stop worrying about what your tables look like. Because at the end of the day, you aren't going to even notice. You will be happy that you have photos from your photographer to look back and be like, oh, that's what they looked like? Awesome. I'm glad they looked like the way that I saw or envisioned. Yeah. Or if you don't like it, you're like, I don't really like that. Oh, well. As a wedding planner, it's, are you there the, the whole time? Yeah. Yep, because it's um, I'm not just the creative and the design person. I'm actually with them for the rehearsal, too. So I'm, I'm the person that helps them walk through like the timing. People walk way too fast. You'd think that that would be something people know how to do, but they yeah. don't know how to walk down the aisle. Um, they don't know the timing. They yeah. don't know how to walk with people are staring at them they'll kind of panic and start like awkwardly what I, running what do i do with my hands <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so I'm, I'm there to kind of help yeah all the parents and it's just extra nerves so to have somebody being like all right you're good go like so i'm kind of cueing them to walk down the aisle and then i'm working with the dj the whole time too on when uh dinner is being served and when the cake cutting is happening when the first dance is happening does the bride need to change into her dress is the photographer having an issue so i'm really the person i'm the go-to person for all of the vendors that are there they come to me if if there's an issue or if they need help with something because i'm really the only person that's there besides the bride and groom that knows everyone that's making that wedding happen yeah Yeah. and it's fun and they're a little busy yeah, exactly. They're a little busy and they don't know they don't know yet that they don't want to answer those questions. Right. They yep. don't want to make those decisions the day of, which I'm involved in that. I'm constantly involved in non-wedding mm-hmm. planner weddings, mm-hmm. which is me with a piece of paper of trying to find the bride. Yeah. Hi. So, so when do you want to yeah. When do you think you want to do the little, like, uh, when do you want to do this? When's yes. the first dance? Yes, you know. Have you picked the first dance song yet? Because yeah. I need to go download it. <laughs> like, or I need to go learn how to play it. Yeah. I need to know now. Yeah. Like, give me a so week. True. It's just a week. But, uh, yeah, the that that side of it is so intense without mm-hmm. the person. When right. the person's there, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. When the, that person, the person, the wedding planner. Yeah, when the, when the wedding planner's there, all of a sudden I'm setting up and the wedding planner says the thing to me and hands me the clipboard. Oh. <laughs> this is easy. Yes. This is so easy. And all I have to do is say, thanks for having me. Right. Which is an amazing, like, 
It's the best. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I don't preach this enough. I don't think about what a nice thing it is for the vendors to get to deal with someone who is at work yeah. rather than someone who's having the most important day of their life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I I I I discount for early bookings. Like I just started booking weddings right now. Mm-hmm. That and I tell them specifically. Since you're actually planning your wedding in February and you're talking to the music in February, I'm going to cut money off of this because in June, when I get 10 calls for dates I don't have or one date, I'm going to jack the price. But, um, and then I also offer a discount for wedding planner weddings. Nice. When, if I know there's a person I can talk to, like this is the person I can email without annoying the bride. So, again, have you picked that song yet? Yeah. I just want to talk to the... I want the wedding planner to be there right. doing that. Yeah. And uh, it's an easy decision for me. Yeah. That's interesting. It's got to be easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. Easy for the mother-in-law. Easy for everybody. Right. Weddings are for... Actually, that didn't really happen at my wedding. Moms are really into weddings. Yeah. They love them. <laughs> yeah. It's intense. They really like them. They really like them. Okay, so... Uh, okay, one quick question. Yeah. What is the point of the save the date? Why not <laughs> just send the invitation? Um, so technically, uh, the formality says that you're not sending the invitation out until um, six to eight weeks before the wedding. So obviously, you're not going to be telling people two months out, like, hey, come all the way to Montana for our wedding. So- Do you think it's time for us to get rid of the save the date? Because that answer I don't accept. <laughs> I mean, it's giving. I, I I could defend it, and it's giving people a chance to plan out their year. Right. I mean, because a lot well, of why people, not just send the invitation? Because that's so far in advance. They're not going to be if you send a year or a year and a half in advance with the RSVP, because the invitation has the RSVP. People aren't going to be able to RSVP right away for next, you know, August. Why not? Why would? How are they going to know that they're going to be able to make it that, that if far in advance? If they don't, if they. Because they obviously have nothing going on. Nobody plans shit a year and a half out except for weddings. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first step for them to decide, okay, we have that date open. And then they get the, the invitation to decide if they're actually going to go. Yes. Yes. I know I'm not going. convinced. <laughs> it's just not. Well, I mean, electronically, people are starting to use like the paper lists for, sometimes for... Um, like invitations yeah. it's starting to become with, with this next generation or at least for RSVPs because that drove me nuts I mean people were able to RSVP either kind of online or through the invitation and then you, that's a lot of postage that you're wasting because you're putting stamps on all of those RSVPs and having them send it back to you and half of them they don't they just text you and say hey I'm coming and I'm like Oh yeah, your damn RSVP that I paid for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's not a bad idea. A lot of people are saying go to our website and RSVP there. Yeah, um, just a thought I had. It's not a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna have to do the same. There's, they're gonna add one in the yeah. next five years. They're gonna add a third like invitation that's gonna be some. Well, because now thing. we went to a wedding this fall where you also got a. There was a save the date, the invitation to the wedding, and then there an invitation to rehearsal dinner. Oh, yep. And all of them. And, like, I don't. Secondary. Unless it's a bill, I don't usually open. Oh, our fridge is covered in them. Um, Yeah, I love them. I I mean, that might be the wedding planner in me, but people put a lot of effort into how pretty it is. And it's a good way to give the vibe of what your wedding is going to be. Oftentimes, it's the colors or the scheme of what the wedding is going to be. And so I get all excited, like, oh, it's going to be a modern, like, kind of retro wedding. It's not for me. It's going to be a a typical Montana wedding. I mean, a barn wedding. 
It's fun. And usually the save the dates are... So, so mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm realizing that I'm getting in the weeds here because I... Just because I don't appreciate something doesn't mean... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's okay. So I'm just... I'm backing off. Yeah. And save the dates also are the one chance to put their engagement photo on it. Usually it's a, like a cute picture of them. The invitations are more formal. All right. We should move on. Um, <laughs> so mad. Uh, okay. Let's talk about trends. Because the cupcake thing was funny to me, mm-hmm. and I get that. Because like ten years ago, also the cupcake shops were really a thing for a second in New it's York true. and stuff. Yeah. Like that was people had just figured out that wars, cupcakes could be little. Like on the, oh, and on, cupcake on TV, it's still a thing. It's on, I, I think Netflix and Hulu. if it's on TV, like I I fucking totally, man. I, I always know, watch it because they make them use the craziest ingredients. Yeah, I think it's really fun, it's and impressive. also they just tend to have. Uh, Disastrous people. Yeah, I mean, people who just do not hold it together. Um, Uh, Mason jar weddings. Mason jar weddings. (laughs) That's the first one. I think we got a couple here. Uh, Mason jar weddings was always my favorite. Uh, Was a was the band walking in saying, "Oh, it's a mason jar wedding. Sweet, I know what to do." Yep, I I my joke with vendors shouldn't say this because brides are going to not want to book me for this. But that's I like to put my vibe out there so yep. that they know. Uh, I say if it has mason jars, burlap, or lace, I won't, I won't put it. Oh fuck yeah, that's awesome. That's my yes. <laughs> baby's breath done. Yeah, <laughs> all those. I mean, I just can't do the rest vintage rustic. It's, it's not your much. style. It's too much. But you are really good. I really admire this about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have like a uh, like at your house. Mm-hmm. You have a strong aesthetic. Yep. Um, but you do not like the events I've seen you plan. You do not project your aesthetic. Like right. nothing about them say, "Oh, Brittany." Right. Other than the fact that they go well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing I, about them. I hope have, that's the one aesthetic. Have, I've have your like stamp on them. Right. Which is really cool. How do you feel like you accomplish that? Because it doesn't seem like an immediately. Because you're good at your own thing, mm-hmm. and it seems like it would be sometimes hard to resist the urge to just do that because you know how and yeah. all that shit. Um, I I love a challenge. Yeah. And I actually have an appreciation for like if I could redo our house every couple months, I totally would. Yeah. If I had the money to do it, because I have there's so many different trends that I do love and and color schemes that I do love. So, um, I just know Mike would kill me, so I had to run with the current theme that we have. Fucking and, <laughs> From there. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's I think it's really fun. And my favorite part, probably what I'm most addicted to about weddings is to me it's about bringing out the couple's personality. So. That to me is a fun challenge. Like, yeah. tell me, tell me what you love. Where you're, where are you from? What's your background? What do you love to do for fun? And then that helps me build out a vision in my head. Yeah. And so when they're just pulling these random things off of Pinterest, saying, "Well, I kind of like this color scheme," and I, I'm able to based off of what their personality is and what they've told me. I said, "Well, have you thought about doing something like this?" And then watching their eyes light up and saying, "Oh my gosh, is that even possible?" That's kind of my favorite challenge that's so, super cool yeah it's fun. it's really fun do you have any uh like secret strategies to extract that that information <laughs> out of them because the, another thing and I, you know i mean any service industry uh job has this danger and it's that people don't always know they, they don't they don't always mean what they're saying yeah right mm-hmm. like you could say, you, you know, guiding fishing trips was a great, it would happen all the time where people would just say, I just want to catch the biggest fish, man. And you got to say, well, we could try to do that all day, but then at the end of the day, you might not catch any fish. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather 
catch some fish. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine that kind of stuff comes up all the time. Do you have any strategies to, to sort of either interpret what people are saying or asking follow-up questions or how yeah. do you go about it? So, uh, one of the questions that I have on my survey that, uh, my brides fill out are, what are your three priorities that you have to see at your wedding day? Like that you must have. Yeah. And that automatically before I even talk to them gives me a feel for, um, what they're looking for. Do they say, you know, like I'll have brides that say, I don't care about flowers. I want to focus on food and, and marrying, you know, my fiance. And I, I don't really care about the decor aspect or I'll have brides that say, I love flowers and I love decor and I want every table to be, you know, this specific theme. So I start with that. And then I just, Basically, based off of the answers that they give on that first phone call, I will... And I ask them for their Pinterest board, too, because that always gives me a really good visual. Like, are there five different themes on here? Or have they specifically picked one and they're they're running with it? Yeah. Because oftentimes those themes will evolve over time based off of what I tell them they can and can't afford. Right. And, and kind of from there. Because oftentimes I, I feel like based on what brides' budgets are... They will say, well, there's no way that I could afford flowers, for example. This is the one I get probably 50% of the time. So I want garland. Garland's the trend, people. Yeah. If you want to oh, talk really? about trends, yeah. right now it's garland. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> but here's the problem with that. So um, it's because of the farm tables, I think, because that's definitely the trend right now. No linens, the wooden farm Wait, tables. What? Oh, wood, really? Wooden farm tables. Um, what the fuck is a farm table? Like wood stained, a big square re- or rectangle table with benches. Picnic table. No, uh, but 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 a farm t- you know not a, farm. a picnic table. Yeah, ask Carly tonight what a farm table is. She'll, okay, she'll like a like big right table on. with benches. Yeah, big Game of Thrones. wooden. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> like in the Great Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's more of the trend now than okay. like than round tables with linens. Oh, okay. Which is a little more formal, and so a lot of Montana brides are going that route. And so instead of wanting you know flower bouquets, they're picking garlands instead, like eucalyptus garlands. To go down the middle of the to table. go down the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. Their thoughts are, well, it's not flowers. I know, I know each individual flower is very expensive, so yeah. I'm going to go the garland route instead because there's no flowers involved. So then I have to break the news to them, as <laughs> you know very well with Carly. Yeah. Um, the labor of the amount of time and how time intensive it is to put together a garland. I'm like, you're looking at a couple yes. hundred dollars Garlands per garland. Are something you make, not harvest. Yes. <laughs> So then they go, oh, so yeah. I say, well, garlands are very cool. Could we do that on just the head table? Yeah. Maybe the head table, the dessert table, the guest book table. How do we add those garland elements to the guest tables without actually having them? So do we just do a little bit of greenery? Do we do a wreath like yeah. Carly did for our wedding? Right. You know, in the middle of the tables because it's not quite as time intensive. So um, that's definitely the, the trend I'm seeing right now, I would say, is Less a lot of... centerpiece arrangements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what, which, else? what else? Which is what I, I tell brides too. A lot of the guests aren't even going to notice. People are paying more attention. They're watching you. They're watching the ceremony. They're watching. They're looking at the cake table and the guest book table. They're not really looking at the middle of their table and how pretty it is. They're just talking to the people around them. So more candles and lanterns and or maybe little bed vases that have some flowers. But yeah. kind of pretty simple. If a bride were to ask you who they should invite... To the wedding, which sounds stupid, but it was a thing for me. Was like, uh, I wanted to just invite everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was a, if You're it was one of a maybe. People. Well, yeah, I mean, just because <laughs> it's you know, I am. It just seemed like easier, <laughs> right? Like, but if did it's you a maybe, how it's a yes. It was per head to invite all those people to uh, feed I mean, them and give them booze. Yeah, 
I mean, that's usually not the, the, the that's usually not the analysis I do. <laughs> that's Carly. Um, but what would your advice be in terms of of who people should have at their wedding? So budget's going to be a huge part of that. Okay. I mean, if you're having a ten thousand dollar wedding and you want to invite three hundred to four hundred people, well. That's your food and alcohol budget is going to be through the it's roof. Right. It's probably going to be 10,000 to feed and give alcohol to all of those yeah. people. So you're going to have so, an open bar. That's the biggest thing. Probably. Yeah, and I'm always like, do not do an open bar. Really? And I say, if you are, do beer and wine. Yeah. But oh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. open bar with liquor, one, is already a disaster. Like, do you want things Everyone's that are going to be drunk. broken? The, yeah. Your wedding planner gets to clean up. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always say, yeah, if you're going to do open bar, only do beer and wine. Um, but otherwise... Yeah, don't do don't do that. Okay. Liquor. Or, I mean, because oftentimes you'll or turn it into a cash bar at a certain time in the night, or because yet yes, you do. They are guests, and so you do want to obviously be treating them. But at the same time, I feel like once you add that monetary element, it actually forces people to be in a little bit more control than they normally would be. If yeah. you, you're just giving them alcohol left and right, things are bound to happen. Oh, of course, uh, I guess. But along with that question, I mm-hmm. guess what I'm I'm wondering more is. Do you invite your uncle, who is a pain in the ass, who you haven't seen in five years? Yep. Because the weddings are interesting because they bring up that shit, like it the does. obligatory nature yes. of relationships. People are going to get their feelings hurt. Yes. Right. And yeah. and maybe, maybe they should. Maybe it's time for oh. you to just show <laughs> well, them. Well, I mean, I actually, <laughs> so I'm actually so totally on, on, your, on your side with this because no matter what, you're going to hurt someone's feelings. Like, you're going to have acquaintances that you think are just acquaintances yeah, yeah. that they think that you guys have been best friends for the last, like, five years. Totally. And they're going to be like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, there were some people... I had um, some acquaintances from, like, college that thought that they were going to be in my bridal party. And I had talked to them for, like, five years. And I was... They actually said, like, they said that to that me. To like, you? I can't wait to be a bridesmaid. And I was like... Ooh. It's Ooh. So that's what I'm saying. Yikes. Like, people have really interesting expectations yeah. around weddings. So no matter what... Like, someone's feelings are always going to be hurt, so that's always my, I guess, biggest advice. And then every family's different, so usually it can oftentimes be, like, the parents on the bride or the groom side that are saying, you really shouldn't invite uncle so-and-so, and then sometimes parents are like, I don't care at all, like, do, do what you want to do. So it's hard to answer that question, because every really family personal. dynamic is so yeah. different, so... Yeah. Well, let's ask Travis. Well, <laughs> I got two things that are amazing. Uh, uh, Bridges Brothers getting married this year. Awesome. And they just sent out their save the dates, which took, uh, to them, took like six months longer because they didn't, they went through the discussion of who do we invite. Mm-hmm. And it was a, I was involved in three of those discussions where like, so oh stressful. man, just invite everybody. Yeah. You just have to invite everybody. You just got to invite everybody. It was like the constant theme. Yeah. And then, uh, but my favorite of the, uh, you getting asked about bridesmaids, Bridget, complained uh for a couple of years about oh, nobody ever asked me to be a bridesmaid nobody ever asked me to be a bridesmaid and then uh two summers ago she was a bridesmaid at five weddings uh, and in, she probably regretted in a row it, and and she loved every one of them but having them back that to back much? it was within two months yeah and Oof. it was it was hell yeah. complete hell i don't ever want to be a bridesmaid again and uh yeah. so it is it is like such a sensitive horrible thing mm-hmm. uh to watch to watch the uh I, we were at a couple weddings where there's the the one brother that is not a groomsman and well why isn't he when the other brothers are it's what so happened awkward. what is going on oh i can't wait for his toast 
what is he going to say? Because yeah. there's something there that's so strange. Yeah. And like friends, friends come and go. Yeah. Uh, and not in a bad way, but they come and go. And I'm sorry, I didn't know. I couldn't invite you. I'm sorry. You like, you can't bring your 12 children. Right. There was one like that at a wedding that I was at that was like, well, we were going to invite him, but he comes with uh, 12 kids. So we yeah. kind of had to say no to that. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's How did you say no to that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, like, I, I think about that all the time mm-hmm. uh, with, that's the same reason probably we're not married yet yeah. is the, uh, who do you invite? Yeah. What, invite? what is your strategy going to be? Mine? Uh, we've, we've debated the, uh, yeah, we've debated the, how do you have the small ceremony with the large party? Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you exactly how you oh, do yes. that. Well, cause we've oh, seen, right. because from our perspective, uh, from our perspective, we've seen the people who get married and then have their separate reception mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. And some of those are really sad receptions because there's a lot of people that they really want to be at the wedding. Mm-hmm. When I think immediately, Oh, I just have to go to the party. Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. Oh, but we didn't get to go to the wedding. Like, oh, I don't want to go to that party. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that high percentage of people are on your side, yeah. and that majority of the people aren't going to the wedding because they want to actually watch them get married. They're really excited to just party and drink, which is, I mean, most people sad. are and show really up to is. the ceremony drunk. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. they've already started. or late. I mean, yeah. the oh, wedding yeah. a couple weeks ago it was like it was started, and I looked behind me, and it was like there's a couple people just hanging out in the back there because yeah. they can't. They're late, so they can't like be in the ser- they can't make their way down the yeah. aisle to get to the seats. And um, actually, <laughs> one of my friends got married up at Whitefish Mountain Resort last August, and on top of the summit. So, oh, in order to get to the top of the summit, you have to take the chairlift. Take well, the chairlift is really loud, so they had to have a cutoff time of when you could get. So it's like if you don't make it, oh, you le- you legitimately don't make it. Like the chairlift is closed until the ceremony's over and people are coming down them. So oh. she purposely put on there that the ceremony that that had to be up there like a half hour before the ceremony yeah. started or something to trick people. People still, still missed didn't it. Make it. She was so irritated because there was. You know, a couple of rows empty in the back that shouldn't have been. And then all of a sudden, the ski lodge was completely packed. So everybody was there that was supposed oh, to be. Shit. Oh. And, yeah, it's just people, like you said, people pregame. They treat it like a freaking football game. Yeah, totally. Like, they tailgate. They tailgate before. Yeah. So how do you make, how, what, is your, um, what is your deal for no ceremony but big party? So that's what I was going to say. Destination, number one. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter where. But that's what, so my friend Rachel, there's, I think it's 25 to 30 people that are going to Hawaii. And then they're doing their reception in two weeks uh, back in our hometown 150 people so wow. uh, grandparents that can make it can make you know it. people yep. that can afford it or whatnot um, yeah. do that my other friend who um, was my matron of honor at my wedding she did her and her uh, fiance or husband now actually eloped in Jamaica oh, just yes. two of them oh beautiful and then yeah. same thing big brewery 150 people planned a huge party and oh, everybody showed up and, and they did it that way so I think I think that's the way to do it is, is go somewhere, get married and then come back. Or if you were going to do the courthouse, uh-huh. people aren't going to all show up to the courthouse when you went no, and got married no, there. No, no. And so if you have, and then you just send out invitations for the reception and they're so common now that there are ways to word it. So oh, people okay. know that it's, yeah, it's interesting. Cause I know, I know, I, I know Bridget's one that would want to be at the ceremony mm-hmm. and wants the, the romantic part of it. And I, and I get that. I'm not, I'm not down on that. I kind of, we're 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 always I'm always in bands playing weddings and we're always the band that is like in the corner uh, possibly starting to cry because yeah. we're like oh man we're at this thing right oh this thing's happening and and it sucks that there are people that 
uh, that a miss it because of a thing right. like they can't uh, what, whatever their reason is yeah. for not being able to make the ceremony when that's obviously the most important part to the couple right is for that part but uh, it's interesting the uh, the separate reception seems like such a great idea mm-hmm. and uh, I've only seen it work like once really uh, from my point of view yeah. and, and uh, we just haven't done enough of them I can mm-hmm. have only done a handful but it's so that seems like such an easy thing right. But uh, there's just the, there's too many, it seems like there's too many people that are really wanting to be there. Also, the destination thing is funny. When uh, the uh, the people show up that you didn't think would, uh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you made the trip. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, we'll find you some chairs. Yeah. Why are you here? Uh, not uh, Thank you. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. But why did you fly to Jamaica? Right. Oh, we're having a party next week. It'll be fine. That seems like a... That seems like a funny a pitfall because uh, the current uh, uh, they don't listen to the podcast, so I'll throw them under the bus. Uh, Bridges brother, they were choosing a, a total island destination wedding mm-hmm. to eliminate, and then they had then they ended up talking themselves into stateside, but not in hometown. Oh, so just enough separation to try to try to weed out a couple people. Did it work? Uh. Well, the only the save the dates out yet. Okay, so, so we'll I guess we'll see. It's a uh, it's uh, Columbus Day weekend, and uh, so where is it? James, <laughs> why do you want to know? Like I want to go. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm... Uh, it's it's actually in Asheville, which is exciting. Oh, Asheville's cool. Yeah, I like Asheville, mm-hmm. and they're from DC, so it's perfect for them. Yeah, and it's a perfect separation to get right. them away from like same thing. Get them away from uh, in a good way, like. Uh, the people that uh, won't feel guilty about not being able to make it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, we can't make it is a better situation than, oh, it's in town, we have to go to this. Right. There's a, there's a feelings, there's a saving people's feelings thing, too, that's yeah. nice for that. It's weird for me to imagine, though, somebody being from Montana and not getting married in Montana. Yeah, it's weird for us, too. <laughs> that's right, Callan, it's weird for us, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> We got amazing places out here yeah. that you can get married at. Yeah, it's pretty. I know place. a planner. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, yeah there's there's something to that. That's a uh, that's a weird one. Do you recommend a wedding band or a DJ? That's a really good question. I think that they both have different elements yes. that are actually pretty awesome. I mean, I and I've actually been to both as a guest and have had a really good time at both a wedding that had a live band and a wedding that had a DJ. So. I don't know. That's it, a tough one. It's our first question. Uh, are you sure you don't want a DJ uh, when they call the band? Really? And even our website has a whole section devoted to, so you want a wedding band, um, and a whole bunch of information on why you shouldn't hire a band. Yeah. Who's our website? What? What website? Catmull's website. Catmull's oh. website has a whole selection of, this is why you shouldn't have a band. Yeah. And there's something to be um, said about live entertainment that is so, it's so yeah. fun, especially... As long as you can dance, that's my requirement. I don't care. As long as I can dance to what music you are playing, then I'm a happy wedding guest. I like, Um, I have never been, I don't like the wedding band, but it's only because the wedding bands I have witnessed, uh, I first of all get distracted because inevitably, I'm talking like expensive wedding bands also, where they're all probably like. Top 40. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing top 40 stuff. They came from LA or Seattle or something. They're all like fucking awesome players. Yeah. Uh, and then I spend the whole night being like, I don't know what that's like. 
Like, you obviously, like, were a session person or wanted to be. Getting paid. And now you're playing a, a, this Black Eyed Peas cover that's going on for <laughs> seven minutes. Uh, and I think, well, man, if we're just going to play Black Eyed Peas songs all night, why don't we have a DJ? Because uh, it's fun. But the energy the is a energy, real thing. Totally, energy, totally. Yeah. Not everyone has those hang-ups. Yeah. Um, Jessica and Dallas, they had a, a live uh, funk band because they're in Atlanta that came and played oh, at their yes. wedding. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, they were playing, they had out these, um, all of Dallas's friends had out these blow up trumpets and things. And they were like getting See, down in the middle of the dance floor. And like a and funk it, band, it was fun. I'm all in. Like yep. that sounds cool. Like if Shakewell yeah. played yes. a wedding, that would yes. be super fun. That would be fun. Uh, or Catmull. I mean, even Catmull, if that's the kind of music you like, like original stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I always wonder that, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, seeing the iPad bands is weird. Seeing the guys that yeah, they have a thousand songs is. and they, and they, they're not phoning it in as much as they're, uh, uh, they're not psyched about it. I mean, right. I played in those bands and I'm psyched to get paid. Yeah. yeah. So my energy is excited because I know, oh, this is great. Yeah. I always make the joke of like, you're going to give me this much money just because you're getting married. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> and I'm so excited to be there because it's, yeah. e- it's easier than any normal gig. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I also DJ and there are weddings that I can, I can agree that, oh good, you didn't get a band mm-hmm. because you needed everything. And you had 22 songs that you made sure we pl- that right. I had to play. And that's fine. Uh, but you definitely just needed us here. Yeah. Or not, you didn't need us. You just needed me. Right. And uh, they're both just as enjoyable. I think so, too. Um, it's, it's, it's a total, like, uh, the new thing is now, this year, my trend this year, is the people hiring music for the night before. For the rehearsal, mm-hmm. for the welcome party, oh. for the thing. And, and that's what I've been shoving. Like, Fun. when people are like... We don't know what to do with our wedding. We're going to DJ, I guess. I'm like, oh, well, what are you guys doing for the Friday? Because yeah. there's something there. And that's that's been a weird, another musician, another right. group of musicians. And then the uh, dinner music. Oh, you're having live music. What are you guys doing for dinner? Yep. Oh, man, you guys are hiring four bands? Yeah. This is going to be great. Dinner music. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was going to say that's one other option that sometimes brides will do is they'll have... Um, live music for the ceremony and for cocktail hour and dinner and yeah. whatnot and then the DJs for the quote yes. after party totally so I love think it. that's sweet love it. I yeah. love that move yep that's very cool um <laughs> Brittany thank you so much for coming on the podcast thanks today. for having me uh for people who are getting married or maybe know someone who's gonna die soon or something <laughs> uh, uh but it has a big event in the future yeah. how can people get a hold of you so you can go to soiree99events.com or my email is soiree99events at gmail.com. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank Thanks you for, for coming. Me. Uh, this has been Jamie. And Travis. Present. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Present. Travis, we have a Patreon site. Yes, we do. Patreon is a crowdfunding website that mm-hmm. allows creators of stuff uh to give their consumers of the stuff they make a chance to contribute uh and uh we have one at patreon.com slash jamie travis present uh it is really us just asking for a little help with some of the uh sort of day-to-day costs of producing this podcast coffee and hosting coffee and hosting and a little bit of uh taking care of your equipment which you donate to love it yes. um so yeah again patreon.com slash jamie and travis present 
Uh, we would really appreciate you checking it out. But even if you don't check it out, we really appreciate you listening. Thanks. Thanks.